I want to find a nickname for you that other people can use. We've been married for almost 22 years. Why do I need a nickname now? I like nicknames. But if other people called you the nicknames that I called you, I'd be super jealous. (laughs) Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Brandy. And we're encouraging you to start cramming memories into everyday life. Hello and welcome to episode nine of Cramming Memories. Today we're going to talk about what makes a good campsite. Yeah, and when you want to know information, we did what all good people do and we asked Facebook. Yes, and Facebook is full of opinions. Um, Yes, and even if you didn't want one, you're going to get one. That's right. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. And then Brandy also um, did another question to a Facebook group. After we kind of got a sample of what people liked about their campgrounds or what they were looking for when they were going to book one is once you get there, do you really engage with the other campers? Yeah, that was interesting findings. So is there really community out there or do you really care about community? Yeah, we're going to figure that out too. And this week we've decided to place our camper on one of the RV rental sites. A little scary little scary about it. Um, so we're going to try to walk you through some of the reasons why we did and some of the things that I've learned while getting signed up for that. So we'll be right back. We are back. So let's talk about this, what makes a good campsite. This is obviously wildly going to vary. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's totally, it's going to be depending on your location, what you're looking for, your family style, your camp style. But um, I think the answers that we got are pretty generic. I do, too. Um, The best answer we got, though, was one gentleman that was clearly angry at life. What was his answer? (laughs) Um, that it was all a personal preference and what does it matter? Get um, off my lawn, you kids. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I just thanked him for his time. <laughs> yeah. God bless you, sir. So kind of at the top of the list, what, what seems to hit most people's, what makes a good campsite was the views. Yeah. Now when you're in some places, absolutely. Like when you're up in the mountains, you want to see beautiful mountains around you or, you want to be at the beach then you definitely want to see a, you want to feel like you're at the beach when you're at your campsite yeah and those were the top two were views and they were mountains mm-hmm. and water right because we love to see both of those absolutely one of the other things that people responded to was they wanted a level site well duh who doesn't want a level site i love a level site well yeah because we've been in sites where we feel like we're hanging off a cliff and that's a little scary it is, and every time I've backed into a site and I get out and I pull my level out and it shows right in the middle and I don't have any levelers. It's like a birthday surprise. It's a really good day, and I get super <laughs> excited. I don't know, it's like hitting the lottery or like getting your favorite birthday cake on your birthday. Yeah, I'm telling you, we have had some very good spots where you have not had to use any kind of leveling. Yeah, and you know, leveling can be a pain. Um, we use the Anderson levelers now. Yeah, big fans. Yeah, uh, Camco makes some. 
There's also another knockoff brand that's on Amazon now, and I was resistant to it for a while. And actually, a group of friends of mine bought me ours for Christmas present last year. Yes, because they know that you would never buy them for yourself. They're way expensive, <laughs> but well worth the money. I'd, um, I'd say that has made our, our um, leveling process a lot less So much painful. easier, yeah. And also, if a site falls off too much to one side, um, it really does make that last step on your camper way off the ground. Oh, yeah, and we've totally had that happen, too. We have two doors in our camper, and the... The site that we were on was so out of level that we weren't even able to utilize the back door at all. Very true. So I can see why a level camping yep. spot is definitely high on other people's list. Yeah. And then another thing um, is also something that you enjoy that um, somebody commented was they like a concrete pad. They don't want to park on grass. They don't want to park on gravel. They want that concrete paved camp spot. Yeah, I do too. Um, if at all possible, it's, it's awesome because when you get in and out of your camper, it just keeps it clean. Yeah. And that's I love a, being clean. You're a big fan of that. So I can definitely agree with that. Some sort of concrete or either asphalt pad that yeah. you back into. A nice paved spot is cool. And also we had people comment greatly on shade and they want shade in their spots. Yeah. Shade's nice. Um, it definitely helps during the summer with your camper. Um, if you've ever been at a campground where there's no shade and it's 100 degrees outside, it's yeah. hard for these little air conditioner units to keep up. Right. And our favorite place down at the beach, we love it, but there is no tree covering, so you're just exposed to the elements. Very true. But shade in the winter, if you're camping and it's cool out, can actually be bad. Whenever you had that shade during the winter, it can actually be hard to warm your camper up during the day. That's if, true. You know, if it's cold out. So shade during the summer is great. During the winter, you may want a little bit of not shade. Yeah, just depends on where you're going. Another one that people seem to really dig into was they loved having a lot of space. Yeah, it surprised me how many people were talking about they wanted, they preferred a large campsite and they wanted privacy. Yeah. Now, some of the space thing, I can understand. If you have a large rig, mm -hmm. having space is a lot easier to get your rig in and out of. Oh, absolutely. And also, people love to bring, um, like, pop-up tents. Right. They love to have outdoor kitchens. Yeah. So, having that space does work. But whenever you pull the privacy in, you know, into it, it definitely starts leaning toward people want to be left alone. Right. That's kind of what it sounded like, too, when I was reading all of these responses. People definitely wanted their privacy. They didn't want to look out their camper and see the back of the camper next to them. Um, they just wanted some space in between them and the other, which I don't disagree with to an extent, because we have been to campgrounds where I felt like we were right on top of the camper next to us. Yeah, and that's never any fun, unless you like the person. So we'll get back to this wanting your own space and whether you really want to interact with people. Moving on. Wildlife. We love wildlife. Right. Last time we were down on the bay, um, you woke up every morning <laughs> and you pulled the blinds <laughs> open to see if the alligators were It out. was my favorite thing to do. I know you love them, <laughs> but they'll kill you. Right. They stayed in the water, though, so we were fine. Yeah, so wildlife is definitely fun. Um, there have been several campgrounds where we go where people love to see deer. Oh, right. And, and they throw the corn out. They throw out the deer corn and it brings the deer. It brings the deer. And it's, you know, and it's fun. 
It is. It's awesome. I'm not bringing deer corn with me. No, but we also love to see other birds and animals. Yeah. Depending on where you are, that wildlife is going to change. No bears. No bears. But it is definitely um, neat to be able to see different wildlife at the different campgrounds. Points of interest around town. Right. And for us, usually when we're traveling on big trips... Um, they're to destination cities. So our campground is a lot of times just, um, a home base for us whenever we're traveling and or on vacation. So we're always, we're looking at the town first and then we're finding a campground nearby. Yeah. A lot of times that's true. And it just depends on what kind of camping that you want to do. Um, if you're going to camp to be by yourself or just want to hang around your campsites or right. your camper, yeah. then points of interest really doesn't matter. No. You're looking at more of the um, amenities that the campground has right. and what's going on. And but there's activities and places and cities, though, where you can be right in the middle of it. So New Orleans, for example, has a campground right in the middle of the city. Yeah, very true. So it just depends on what you want to do. But a lot of people did like points of interest, which tells me, they love camping. They love to hang out around their campsite, but generally they want to break away right. for a day or two and go find other things to do around where they're camping. And I love that. Yeah. And another, um, some other things that, that were discussed were um, activities around the campground. So for kids, for families, and even pets, like people were very interested in dog parks. People wanted playgrounds, activity pavilions. I mean, and we've looked up campsites that have activities for kids all days or all day or they've got um bingo in the in the fellowship hall you know just things like that where there's all kinds of things to keep you interacted we've been to campsites where they've got music at night and that's always a lot of fun yeah that's definitely a lot of fun um so kids activities that's a big one did you say playground i said playground yeah playground is definitely a big one whenever you have young kids ours are older so that's not as big a deal for us anymore. No, but, but listen, we always like to swing. Another one was some people said, and this this wasn't a ton of people, just a couple, near friends and family to visit. So that brings up a great point. So if you own a camper and you want to go visit friends and family, but sometimes it can get a little wonky, right? Maybe yeah. their house is not big enough to accommodate you and your family. Maybe you want some separation. Yeah, maybe you want to hang out with them all day and have dinner and come home. Well, camping's a great way to do that because you can go to a campground near them and you can hang out with them all day, stay at their house. But when it's time to come home, take a shower, you're watch in your own television. space. That's yeah, much you're in nicer. Your own yeah. space. So yeah. that that is definitely a plus. Yeah, and then um, campground amenities. So if your site offers a um, fire ring or a picnic table, um, those things some people really were excited about, which for us, we do enjoy those things for sure. Um, they're not make or break situations for us. Um, and then something that surprised me greatly for the RV community was that people were stoked about very nice bathhouses. Like that's, that was high on their list. Yeah, which is kind of interesting because most people you would think if they have their camper, they're going to be taking showers and all in their own camper rather than going to the bathhouse. Right. But I will say I do a lot of times judge a campground by its bathhouse. If it's nasty. That is very true. That is true. We have been to some that have had some pretty gross bathhouses. And you're right. It is a reflection on the park. Yeah. And if they don't have full hookups, um, a lot of people do shower in the bathhouse. So right. they don't have to dump their gray tank and take yeah. it in their portable right 
step yeah. wagon a lot. So that that surprised me though. But I think you know there's a good um, number of RVers who just prefer a bathhouse over having to deal with dumping tanks. Yeah, and several people mentioned some of the ones that I kind of think of whenever you think about families going camping, which is swimming, boating, and hiking. Mm-hmm. Um, hiking is big on our list because it's it's kind of easy to do. Get you outside. Get you outside. You can bring the dogs with you. Right. The kids generally, once you drag them out or drag them going, most kids don't want to go on a walk. Mm-hmm. So you have to get them juiced up about something. So <laughs> something that's different. Yeah, that's where some of the wildlife and all can come in too. Is whenever you go, you can check out all the local wildlife as you're hiking through the woods. Mm-hmm. Look for snakes. Look for snakes for sure. And then, um, you know, a biggie for us, we always enjoy full hookups. We're not boondockers. We're not people who just um, can hang out for a week with 30 gallons of water. So we um, we love our full hookups. That's true. And with four of us taking showers, we can fill up our gray tank in one afternoon. Yeah, pretty quickly. Yeah. Two teenagers who like their showers. But on this last trip, um, on our second leg... I booked a spot that was only water and power, and we, I told the kids they're going to have to take camper showers or military showers, however you want to say it, and they did really well. Like, they really we did. We took an evening shower, and some of us took morning showers, and we washed dishes, mm-hmm. and we did not fill our gray tank up. So whenever you need to, you can conserve water, that's right. for sure, but we yeah. sure do like our full hookups. Yeah, Absolutely. Campground communities that have grocery stores nearby. So if they're close to a little town or a city where you can go pick up that gallon of milk or that box of cereal or donuts, I don't know, coffee um, that you forgot at home. But yeah, so having groceries nearby was also a biggie. And we've actually started on some of our longer trips that we won't do the majority of our grocery shopping Mm -hmm. until we get to the town. Absolutely. So this last time we actually stopped before we got to the campsite, mm-hmm. made a Walmart run, bought some groceries. But having that nearby can be a huge plus if you run out of something or if you stay in somewhere for an extended time and it's something to think about. Yes. Um, whenever you get there, go ahead and Google where you know where your local grocery is. Yeah, it's always great, especially if you've got kids and you forget something at home. It's, yeah. It's always good to have something nearby. And sometimes we actually, uh, finding a good pizzeria is is what we like to do whenever we're yep, traveling. Yep, that's on our priority list. Buying pizzas for a family of four can be very economical. Oh, yeah, even with a teenage boy. Even with a teenage boy. So that's typically our kind of go-to. So we try to find a good pizza joint that's in town mm-hmm. to go check out. Yeah, so we really appreciated reading all of the responses that we got for our questions. And um, it was just very interesting to me how people were... Um, considering their campsites they definitely wanted space they wanted shade they wanted it to be level um just some great amenities nearby they just i don't know it was just it was really fun to read their responses very true so once we got all these answers it started us thinking about are people really engaging because you see a lot on different uh groups about um the camper community right that's all we hear about is the rv that's community. all we hear about the rv community we watch videos with families so are people really engaging or are they not so let's check that out here in just a second all right we're the rv community absolutely well, not us but us we're and other we're a part of it 
And I see a lot of different groups that do connect. Um, There's some people that connect around the brand of RV. I know Airstream's really big about putting on rallies. You're right. Grand Design has a Grand rally. Grand Design does it. I've seen Allegro do mm-hmm. it. There, there are just a lot of people that do that. There are people that gather around uh, lifestyles, so like um, home school groups. That's right. There's full-time family rallies. Full-time family rallies, which is awesome. But the average camper that doesn't really rally around one of those, right? do you really want to be a part of a community or do you just want to camp and be left alone? So Brandy posed this question. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I went back to Facebook and I asked... Um, the campers in the same Facebook group, do you connect with other RVers? And if you do connect with them, is it just pleasantries? Are you passing by on the way to your walk saying, hey, how you doing? Or are you actually engaging in conversation with them? Um, And I got a mixed response. I think most people are are polite. And so they're going to say hello to their neighbor. We say hello to our neighbor all of the time. Sure. Um, but it's usually just pleasantries. I mean, other than brief conversations, and you know, there have been several times where we've camped and we've connected with the people next to us and we talk with them just in passing the entire time that we're at our campsite. But um, nothing beyond, oh, wow, that's so great. You know, just little little chats here and there. We've not had like heart to hearts with these people or sat around the campfire. And that was what most people said too, that they just are exchanging pleasantries but they wouldn't be opposed to having conversations with them. They just haven't moved forward with that. That's right. So um, we usually do run into one or two people. You can usually tell who your people are. Yeah, so it's it's kind of like going out for uh, trick-or-treating. <laughs> you have to see which one has a front porch light on for you yeah. or, or which one just wants you to leave them alone. Yeah. Um, we've met some really sweet people uh, a couple months ago. We met the Wanda Woman. Wanda Woman. Wanda Woman. She had a t-shirt that had yes. the Wonder Woman logo. And her name but it was said Wanda. Wanda Woman. Yeah. Super sweet. Amazing lady. She had camped with her parents mm-hmm. for years and years and years. Her father passed away several years ago. Then her and her mom still camped. Then her mom got sick. They sold their camper. She took care of her mom. Her mom passed away. And Wanda's like, how do I still go and do a relatively inexpensive vacation and enjoy myself? Well, she bought her a camper. And she had, it was probably a 1978 Ford F-150. So pretty. Or whatever they were called back then. It was. It was gorgeous. It was was that green color that you see on a lot of vintage cars. And she had an older Jayco camper. And it was so cute. It was so cute, and she just drove it by herself and just had a great time. So Wanda Woman, and on that same camping trip, as I was walking around one morning, um, I met a couple that was pulling in just for one day, and they had a really cool camper. I don't even remember oh, the name of the I camper. don't even remember, but that was amazing. It was really yeah. cool looking. And they were from Canada, and yeah. they were just traveling through the southeast. They were going to uh, Florida. So if you want to chat with somebody whenever you're out, find something interesting because people generally enjoy talking about themselves. Absolutely. Or things that they own. So that's always a good way to strike up a conversation. So the second question that I posed on this Facebook page was, who's in your camper when you're camping? I was just curious if... Hopefully you know them all. (laughs) 
That'd be well, weird. Well, that's what I was curious about. Like, do they have friends come along with them in their camper? But most of them, most of the responses were just immediate family. And sometimes kids, grandkids, because if it was an... You know, some of the older RVers, their grandkids will come along with them. And so that was really cool, too. Um, but one thing that I did like some of the responses were that it's just their immediate family in their camper, sleeping in their camper at night. But when they're at certain places, they do um, invite family and friends over just to come and spend the day with them at the campsite. And I really liked that. I thought that was really neat. Yeah, I always think that's really cool. Uh, we met a couple at a camper show. And they were looking at new campers, and uh, they had kind of a what we call a, a, a grandma and grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a living in the back, bedroom right. in the front. And I'm probably going to get this wrong, but he said that it um, entertains eight, feeds six, sleeps two. Yeah. So in other words, come over and hang out. But, but you gotta when, go home. <laughs> when, when Pawpaw starts yawning, it's time to leave. That's right. That's right. So I thought that was a lot of fun. But that was, you know, for most part, it was just their immediate family who was coming to stay in their camper with them. Yeah, which is probably pretty, pretty standard. Yeah, because most people buy their campers for their family. So very true. Um, and then the final question that I posed to this um, Facebook page was, "Do you camp with friends and family?" In a caravan. So, like, when you're, do you plan excursions and outings with your friends or groups or whatever? And that, surprisingly, got a huge yes. Almost always. Really? Yeah, it really surprised me. And a lot of people um, have annual trips planned with groups of friends. And they'll go to places throughout the southeast with their organization that they go camp with. Or they... I had a, a gentleman commented, and he said every year at Halloween, his friends get together and they camp at the same spot. Well, that's really neat. And I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, and we've camped with friends before, too, and that's always Absolutely. been some of our favorite trips. And some of the things that I liked about um, when there's some of the responses for this question as well as they have a large camp outing. So lots of friends, lots of family who come around and they all share the cooking responsibilities. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. So it's just like a big mess hall and they're all cooking and then they eat together. And so they share all of their meals together. And I like that too. It's like a big potluck. Absolutely. So digging into the psyche of the camper, that's what we're <laughs> doing today. Um, so some of the takeaways for us that were really interesting was a lot of people do camp with families and friends and yeah. they enjoy those annual trips yep. and they really enjoy that. But what was your take on it, Brandy? So it's always interesting to me though. So when we go back to the questions that you asked, that one of the things that people preferred about their campsite was privacy. So I think it's interesting that we want privacy within our campsite, but yet we want to go camping with our friends. Um, so maybe you want privacy so you have a bigger campsite so your friends can come hang out. But you don't want to see the person on the other side that you don't know. I mean, I don't know. I just thought that was very interesting that um, people wanted community, but they wanted community that they know. Does that make sense? It does. And it's the other thing that we've noticed is just by uh, social media and, and videos, it does seem like 
most of the full-time families are out to find new friends Absolutely. while they're traveling. Yes. And that's probably because they're out by themselves and they get lonely and they're, mm-hmm. and their kids need people to play yes, with. So of course they're, a lot of them are definitely out looking for friends and to meet new people. And, and I think that's an encouragement for all of us is whenever we are out, um, we, we live in a very digital social world and unfortunately, it's not translating into handshakes and Correct. conversations. So I, I encourage you, whenever you're out at a campground or out camping, the easiest way to walk up to somebody and meet them and talk about it is find something that you have in common with them or something interesting around their campsite or their camper. That's generally what I mm-hmm. ask about. Hey, and, I like that truck. Yeah, that's a good looking truck, boy. <laughs> or and, for us, it's usually, can I pet your dog? Yeah, can I pet your dog? But... People, people will tell you really quickly if they just turn their back and run the other way yeah. or if they look interested. And nine times out of ten, it opens up conversation and you meet somebody that you may would have never met and you may never meet them again. Mm-hmm. But it's always neat to have those conversations and meet people that are super interesting and from all over the U.S. because there are so many people traveling in RVs now. Yes, Woo, that was like FBI profiling campers. That was weird. <laughs> I mean, just inquiring minds. But you we know? made it through it, right? Yes. All right. So maybe we, we understand each other a little bit more. Yes. And if we come say hi, we're nice. Yes. Please talk to us when we're out. <laughs> so, one thing that we have decided to give a try because several of my friends have without incident um, is we have posted our camper on one of the rental sites. Eek. I know, we're a little freaked out about it, but we actually loaned their camper out to a good friend of mine that was the first time that anybody had ever used it other than us, and I think it kind of softened the water. Oh, it was an amazing experience for us. We well, were so excited for Yeah, them. obviously because they were our friends, we, right. we 100% trust them, but it, it was just driving off from it. I just looked at Brandy and I'm like, are you okay? And we're like, well, yeah, they're our friends. I'm like, but down the road, if we rent this thing, could it be a possibility to, to help pay it off or just just to help somebody else experience camping for the first time? And we've decided we're going to give it a try. But there are a lot of limitations that you can put on these so you can have a lot of conversations with the people who are going to rent it first. So here are some of my takeaways that I think you need to look for when listing on these RV rental sites. Number one is their insurance. So whenever you rent your camper, your insurance is not going to cover that camper if they damage it Mm. or if it burns to the ground. That's interesting. And the liability side of it. If something did happen to your camper and somebody got hurt in it, you don't want them to sue you. So most of all these RV rental sites, um, it's a requirement that when somebody rents it, the renter not the person that owns the camper, but the renter has to pay for that insurance. And it's it's not bad insurance from everything that I've read. All the payouts are pretty high if, if something happens and you should be covered. But so are the deductibles. Mm. Most of them are about $1,500 deductible. And that can be scary for somebody trying to rent your camper. Absolutely. So you can set your um, deposit as high as you want. So in my mind, you set your deposit at $1,500, which they put on a credit card. If the trailer gets totaled, you just don't give it back to them. 
But what I've noticed is most people don't. So I'm I'm having to figure out is is that going to turn people off and are people just rolling the dice cuz getting money out of people after they've damaged your camper is probably not going to be easy. Oh no. Probably not. So I'm still trying to figure that out, but definitely check on their insurance policies. The other thing is most of these sites also put you in the driver's seat about who is going to rent your camper or whether you want them to. So you can ask those questions. Where are you going? How many people are you going? And by the way, I'm not letting anybody tow my camper. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm probably going to stay pretty central to where I live and a delivery fee is required to rent my camper. Because I'm going to take it there, and that's time, it's fuel, it's using part of my maintenance on my truck, getting it there. Yeah, no, that's that's good. But those are some of the things that you can lock down. So insurance off the top, make sure that you're covered. Make sure that it puts you in the driver's seat for who you want to rent your camper to so you can really choose. And it isn't ever really who with me, it's where are they taking Absolutely. it. Absolutely. What kind of power are they plugging it into? Um, are they going to drag it out in the middle of a forest and hook somebody's ratty uh, generator up to it and blow my entire <laughs> electrical system? These are real questions. Right. Like, what are you doing in it? Um, several of my buddies have, have been renting them. They haven't had any problems yet, but they also vet the people too. Right. So I highly encourage you to make that process. Some of them have some, um, I, th- I believe they call it like, quick rentals or one button or lightning rentals, which means you can set these parameters where people have to have so much feedback and so many times rental, but they can click this button and it books you. Oh, wow. That is not turned on on ours because I want to email with these people and chances are have a phone call with them prior to renting it out. Right. And with our schedules too, it kind of is... It can be very, very different. So having um, us be able to set those schedules is definitely more beneficial for us. Yeah, and you can block out dates. We've got the yeah. dates blocked out whenever we're going to the beach later this, right. this summer and other dates too. So, But anyway, that's something we're going to try. Um, if I ever get a rental, because I'm pretty particular, I don't know, I may scare <laughs> everybody off. But if I ever do, we're going to take you along for the ride so you can learn from us. Um have you rented your RV though? Yeah, let us let us know. Um, a lot of people are like, "Heck no, this is not going to happen." Just curious. But most yeah. of the people that do say it's not a bad deal. So, my kind of whole view on it is, it is sitting out here a lot, and if we can make a little money back off of it, why, why not? not? Try? Yeah, why not? So, wish us luck, and here we go. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Cramming Memories. We talked about a few questions through our Facebook groups about what makes a good campsite. That was some pretty good conversation Mm -hmm. about that. And then Brandy also asked, um, do you really engage with other campers whenever you're out? And now you know we're trying to rent our camper through some of the sites, so this should be fun for us. So we're encouraging you to start cramming memories into everyday life. Thank you.